Hi friends, Jenna here, and you're listening to Beautifully Bipolar. So today I wanted to talk about hiding mental illness and my journey with growing up with it and dealing with it and hiding it. I've had so many people um, message me and comment and say, oh, you're so brave, I'd really wish I could do that, or I haven't told people I work with, only my close friends and family know, or something along the lines of that, that they're basically hiding something. Um, One of the girls wants to come on and talk about her um, bipolar, because she's bipolar 1, I'm bipolar 2, so I thought it would be really... um, helpful to do a episode where we just compare our mania and our depression and people could kind of understand and see the difference between um, the two types of bipolar but she really is hesitant because a lot of people in her life don't know what's going on so I thought today I would talk about hiding um, mental illness, specifically for me, my bipolar um, and my anxiety. So I think it all kind of started when I was younger. I was definitely a depressed child, but I also had a lot of energy and looking back, I was probably just in a manic state and didn't really know it or um, I didn't really think anything was wrong because a lot of times when people are manic or hypomanic, they they kind of like it because you feel good. It's not a bad feeling like depression where it's like all you want to do is lay in bed. You feel good. You feel productive. And... I feel like hypomania, a lot of people think you're just a very outgoing person. Um, When I released my podcast, um, I had a coworker and she was like, wow, I, I never knew that you were dealing with that. I didn't know that that was a struggle of yours. Because so often, I think people just assume that because I'm happy and I'm outgoing and I'm bubbly, I think people just associate that with my personality and don't realize that's necessarily a characteristic of hypomania. And I feel like when I'm depressed, I try even harder to hide that. I feel like when I'm depressed, I don't want anybody to know. I don't want people to see the struggle. So I'm constantly acting the way I know people are used to me acting. I'm putting on that mask. I'm putting on that front because I don't want people to know what's going on. I don't want people to know the real struggles I'm having and I don't want people to judge me. And I think 
I think that is what it all comes down to is being judged and being judged for something that you can't control, something that you are possibly working on controlling, but maybe haven't mastered controlling it yet. And I think that's really scary because people tend to judge and make um, decisions or thoughts about something that they don't know about, something that they are uneducated on. And that's a huge, huge, huge reason why I wanted to um, even start a podcast on mental illness because I think, I know at least for myself, I can't speak for everybody that has a mental illness, but um, I beat myself up a lot over my mental illness and... I think for so long, I I felt less than because I had a mental illness and I felt un, unlovable, unworthy. Um, I really, really hated myself because I had this mental illness and I don't think, I don't think that's fair. I think everybody is capable of being loved. I think everybody deserves love no matter if they have a mental illness or not. Um, I remember finding out um, a girl that I know that she's also bipolar and she she's married and she's got kids and she lives a very happy, healthy life. And I just remember thinking, Wow. I was like shocked. And the more I thought about it, the sadder I got, the sadder it felt for me that I didn't feel that I could have the same happiness and live the same kind of life as quote unquote normal people, people without a mental illness. But... I think you need to find the right person who's going to accept you and help you through a mental illness, which I either am going to have an episode where I talk about um, past relationships because I am currently single or have either my ex-husband or my ex-boyfriend on and we can kind of talk about being bipolar and what they did for me and how they helped me. And maybe that'll help some people out there who either are dating somebody or married to somebody who has a mental illness, or maybe somebody who's looking to get into a relationship, but is maybe a little scared. Maybe they don't know when to tell somebody that they have a mental illness, how to tell somebody, um, what kind of support they need. Uh, it's something I'm thinking about doing and I'm kind of working on. But so I definitely have hid my bipolar in the past. I would say probably only a couple people knew 
when I was first diagnosed, I had a best friend and she was diagnosed with OCD and anxiety. And then I was diagnosed with bipolar and anxiety. So we kind of laughed about it and joked about it and would be like, oh, the OCD girl is going on a trip with the bipolar girl. This should be fun and that kind of stuff. But honestly, I think that friendship and that bond was so much stronger because I I didn't have to hide anything. I didn't feel like I had to pretend to be somebody I wasn't. I could just be completely honest and be like, hey, I know we had plans today, but I can't get out of bed. I, I just can't. I'm that depressed and I'm, I'm hurting that badly. And a lot of times she was such a good friend. Um, she would just come over and just sit with me or she would just come over and we would watch a movie. She would never get mad. I I always just remember that being such a comfort was that I could just come out and be like, Hey, I, I'm depressed today. I, I'm not feeling it today. I know that we had plans to go shopping or I know we were going to go to the movies or go out to eat or do whatever we were going to do. But today I can't. And I thought that that was awesome that she was so understanding. So she would come over and we would listen to music or we would watch a movie Or there would be some days where she'd be like, nope, we're not going to do that. And she would scoop me out of bed and I would look like a hot mess and we'd still go on our shopping spree or we would still go out to eat or do whatever we were going to do. But I think it's really important that you do have some sort of support, whether it's a significant other or it is a friend or a coworker, a parent, a sibling, just somebody who you 100% trust and gets it. You know, um, not everybody understands it. I know it took my mom a while because she she wouldn't necessarily understand what I was going through so she couldn't really help me the way I needed to be helped until I really just kind of talked to her and was like this is what I'm feeling this is how this feels this is how I react when I feel like this so really just sitting somebody down and being like hey this is how I feel when I get manic this is how I feel when I get depressed can just open somebody's eyes because A lot of people don't know or aren't familiar with hypomania or mania. A lot of people are familiar with depression because that is something that a lot of people are going to or do feel in their life. Rather, it's loss or just um, change in circumstance. Some people feel depressed, you know, if you lose a job 
or you lose a loved one, you're going to feel depressed. So depression is something that a lot of people do feel, whereas mania and hypomania, a lot of people just don't understand. And my biggest fear when I get manic is that I'm annoying because I have the rushing thoughts and I'm talking so fast and I'm talking really loud and I just can't control my thoughts and I want you to be like on my level and you're not on my level. So I feel like I, I'm very annoying to people. So I try to like downplay it as much as possible, but really there's only so much you can do. And I think another huge thing that, um, or another reason why people hide it other than being judged I think people just are afraid that somebody's not going to get it they're not going to understand it and I think that is completely rational because I I hate it when somebody says oh yeah um my my sister's depressed or my cousin, she she's manic all the time. And it's something that's not exactly helpful to tell somebody because as much as you're trying to relate to them, it kind of downplays the illness and it kind of downplays um, what they're going through. I know I have my friend that I was talking about who's OCD. She's she's been struggling and she really works on her OCD and she gets all this therapy and stuff. And then I'll say, Oh, my friend's got OCD. And then somebody will be like, Oh yeah, I wash my hands like a hundred times a day. I'm OCD too. Or I always check the locks before I go out. I'm OCD or whatever. And I think that without meaning to people are kind of downplaying an illness when they do something like that. Now, if somebody truly is OCD or schizophrenic or whatever, and they have that, it can be comforting and it can be helpful because I know that when my friend told me, oh, well, yeah, I I have OCD, it was another kind of, oh, yeah, I'm sure you do. What do you do? Wash your hands three times a day. Like, I was very cynical. And then I kind of grew in our friendship and I realized, oh, no, <laughs> she really has OCD. Like, she really cannot leave the house if she doesn't do this or she really cannot do something if she doesn't do a ritual like it was very eye-opening and then I I kind of felt bad because I kind of downplayed what she was going through but I think that it is extremely important to be understanding and if somebody is coming to you and saying hey look um I I have this or I have that or whatever. I think a couple things that you should do is one, 
be open-minded. Don't judge. Don't close off and be like, oh, what a freak. What a, what a weirdo. Because that's, that's exactly why we're hiding our um, illness. Because we want to be normal too. And we want to be like everybody else. And we want the same chances as everybody else. So I know I personally feel like if I come out and say, oh, I'm bipolar, I feel like people are going to instantly look at me differently. And I feel like people are instantly going to judge me. So I think if you can, try not to judge that person right off the bat. And try not to judge them off of their illness. So what I mean by that is if if I'm having like a bad day and maybe I snap at a coworker, I don't want them to be like, oh, well, she's bipolar. That's why she's, she's snapping at me and she's yelling at me. No, it could have nothing to do with my bipolar. It could just be I'm having a bad day and that's why I snapped at you and I'm sorry. <laughs> so... The other thing is maybe cut that person some slack. Everybody in life that you meet is dealing with something. It could be a breakup. It could be their mom has ALS. It could be the death of a something, a somebody. And we are all working through life the best that we can. And this is just another layer that people with mental illness have to work with. And it can be hard because I can't go into work and I can't say, man, look, I, my arm's in a sling. I'm having a really hard time today. You know, could you just be a little nicer to me? Could you just help me out a little bit? So Maybe act like everybody you know is dealing with something, has some kind of struggle, just to be a little nicer to that person because you just never know if that person's having a good day or a bad day with a mental illness or without a mental illness. We all just need to be a little bit nicer. But if if somebody does come to you and says something to you, just realize that that is a huge step for that person because a lot of a lot of us don't wear our mental illness on us on our sleeve some of us do and that's a whole nother story but if somebody's coming to you it's because a they trust you b they are sick of hiding it and c they could want help and sometimes help isn't necessarily Fix my problem. Fix my mania. Because 10 out of 10 times, you can't fix their mania. (laughs) You can't fight their battle for them. But what you can do is listen. You can just be there. If they're depressed, just be there. Sometimes my biggest thing that I need from somebody when I'm depressed, I don't need them to go out and spend hundreds of dollars to try and make me feel better. I don't need them to sit there and tell me jokes. I don't need 
them to try and make me laugh. Sometimes all I need is them to be present. I just need them to be there. I don't know how many times I've had to have a boyfriend just hold me, just be there, just so I know that I'm not alone. And maybe that's why somebody has chosen you to talk to because they just need somebody to be there. They just need that person. So what I guess I'm trying to say is please be nice. If somebody is hiding a mental illness, it's for a good cause. And if you are hiding a mental illness, it's okay. You don't have to tell the whole world, hey, I'm schizophrenic. That's okay. You don't have to do that. You don't have to say, hey, I, I got PTSD and I'm, I'm struggling with that. that. It's okay not to tell people, but sometimes it is easier to tell somebody. And it is something that Eventually, you are going to have to tell somebody because you can't, you can't have deep, meaningful relationships if people don't know that you're struggling with something. And I, I've tried that. I've tried really hard to hide it as long as possible. But it's going to rear its ugly head. And I think the way I have kind of told people in the past has not been the best. I've kind of just dropped it on them. Like, um, I remember I went out to breakfast with a boss of mine. We were in between uh, jobs and... I went out to breakfast with her and she was, we were talking about a coworker because she was, something was off with her. She just was not acting normal. And, um, my, my boss said something like, I think maybe she's just bipolar. And I kind of dropped it in the conversation extremely casually, like, well, I'm bipolar and I don't act like that. So I think maybe you need to reevaluate what you're thinking. Maybe she's just going through something and maybe she could use a friend. But to just assume somebody has a mental illness, that's kind of wrong. And my boss is kind of like taken aback. And I remember the first thing she said was, well, you don't act bipolar. And this was when I was on my meds and I was doing really well. And I just told her, you're right. I don't act bipolar. But I go to therapy once a week. And I'm on two different medications so that I don't act bipolar. So that you don't judge me because I'm bipolar. And it it really opened her eyes. I remember her just being like, oh, you know, I, I apologize. I didn't mean to come off as judgmental. And 
I told her that she did and maybe she needs to reevaluate how she looks at mental illness because if she just thinks that people with mental illness are these crazy people running around in straight jackets and everything that's not that's not true at all I've never been in a straight jacket I wanted to for Halloween one time I wanted to get like a costume straight jacket but then I was like how am I supposed to trick-or-treat with that so I didn't do that but I I've never been in a straight jacket. I'm not running around screaming at people and pulling my hair out like people associate with mental illness. So maybe you need to reevaluate how you look at mental illness because it's not always what you think it is. And I think that if we can do that, then maybe more people will feel comfortable coming out and saying, yeah, look, I I have PTSD or I have anxiety. If we didn't judge people so harshly on that kind of stuff, maybe people can get the help that they want and the help that they need. But people may not really feel comfortable coming out and saying, hey, look, I have this mental illness I'm dealing with because of how people do react. So hopefully this this talk and this episode has kind of opened your eyes and maybe has, if you're dealing with a mental illness, maybe it's helped you think about who you want to tell. And maybe if... You don't have a mental illness, but somebody does come and approach you with something like that. Maybe you'll know. I, I, um, I always think about, should I, should I tell my bosses? Should I tell them? Because I, I have to go to the doctor a lot and I, I'm, I'm always 50, 50. Should I say something? Should I not? And then I always decide not to because I don't want I don't want them to judge me and I don't want them to feel bad for me. So I always just say I have a doctor's appointment. But sometimes I do want to say something because I am proud that I am getting the help I need and I'm doing the steps that I need and I'm taking the control back in my life so that I can live a happy, happy happy, healthy life. But everybody's different. So don't think that just because you have the mental illness, you have to tell the whole world like I am. You don't have to. If it's, if it's not right for you, it's not right for you. But I will say you do have to have some sort of support. You cannot go through life alone with a mental illness. I feel like that's when things get really bad for people. And that's when we lose people because they don't feel like they have support. And I want everybody in the world, mental illness or not, I want everybody in the world to have one good friend. One good friend that they can trust, lean on, have as a support system. I think that's very, very important. And 
I think that the world would just be a happier place if we all just had at least one good friend. So that kind of wraps it up. That was what I wanted to talk about on hiding mental illness for the day. If you have any questions or you have any um, stories you want to tell, any requests of what you want me to talk about, I know that I've had some people ask about um, mania and I've talked about uh, or I've talked to a couple people who um, would like to share their stories. So I have that lined up um, and relationships about dating somebody with mania and bipolar and how to deal with it. So I might have some people come on, have a special guest or something for you guys. We'll see. It's all still pretty new to me. So if there's anything you want to know or hear, just let me know. So thank you for listening and help is available. 1-800-273-8255. Please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you.